Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to Shakita's Moments of Truth. This episode was brought to you by SJS Comprehensive Services, where financial and emotional health are the cornerstones to a healthy living. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Stay tuned. How are you doing? I hope you had a phenomenal day. Probably been a while since you've seen our two faces on the same screen. Yes, yes. Uh, but look, we're just super excited to be here this evening. Um, you know what? We're just coming to share some valuable information. So this is Memorable Moments with Kita and Stu, right? Uh, and so our purpose here is to share thoughts and experiences that not are only personal, right, but are from different perspectives in hopes to help you have an enhanced and better life. Um, so we just want to share some value today, right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead and like and share this to your page. Everybody, please, please do, because the more people, the better. We need to have some people on here. We want to touch some lives, change some lives. So go ahead. If you're tuning in um, through our podcast, thank you so much. Uh, for checking in, but go ahead and like and share. And we're going to, you know, I'm excited about this topic. I, I am too. So like she said, make sure you comment, like, share this information. Uh, we're definitely going to start being a little bit more consistent with just dropping some value. And today's topic, I think is an important one. We, we you know, mm-hmm. we kind of thought about what do we want to talk about today? Uh, and, and today's topic is like the new norm and homeschool transition, man. We've had so many uh, people ask us about that. Um, if you know anything about us, you know, we decided to homeschool our kids, you know, a couple of years ago before everything just kind of uh, switched. And so, you know, we just want to talk about that. You know, we want to give some, because some people are really just out of, you know, uh, just are going through some things, not understanding the transition and how to feel and what to do. And like I said, it's a new norm for everybody. And so I'm pretty excited about that information. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know I got a lot of phone calls from people, especially during um, the new school year when things were starting to move, you know, move and trying to figure out, like, what do we do? Like, how did y'all make this work? That was the main thing. How did you all figure this out? What did you do? Now, mind you, we are not experts in any way. No, not at all. Even though we are three years in, we are still learning um, and still moving through this vessel. But I think that what we have, you know, gathered so far would definitely, definitely help you out. So, we want to just jump right into the information. So, right. what do you want to start out with today? So, so first, I just I think I think it's just important for us to kind of talk about okay, what well, what made us make that decision, right? Like, why did we decide three years ago to pull Champ out of regular school and homeschool him? Um, before we kind of get into you know kind of what people can do to kind of get through this new norm, and so you know just kind of three years ago, you know we decided you know consciously as parents to pull you know our son from traditional schooling and get him into a virtual school. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so there's a couple different reasons on why we did that. Um, and, 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 and one of the reasons I know why we did that is because of some of the experiences he was having at school as relating to interactions with some of the kids, right? right. And so, you know, my, my son is a very loving kid. You know, uh, he can be... Uh, a little bit emotional at times, but he's a loving kid, loves to, you know, interact and connect with people. And he was just having some experiences that I just didn't like. You know, it's nothing that I feel like we, you know, couldn't have got through. But I think we decided as parents, like, you know what, you know, we want to switch this up. We want to change his, his, his environment um, because right. it's up to us as, as parents. So, yeah, there were times where he just kept getting into a little bit of trouble. A lot of times I just equated it to 
him being seven years old, right? Him being eight years old. And I think some of the times the expectations that school have on our kids to be able to sit and not move and not do anything. So he just kind of kept getting in trouble. So I was like, well, you know, do we just decide to just uh, allow him to keep getting in trouble and saying it's just going to work? Or do we just plainly just make uh, an entire different decision? Right, right, yeah. No, definitely, definitely his experience that he was going through outside of even with the children, but then also with the teachers, um, that was significant. You know, um, his second grade year probably was one of the worst years um, in his educational career when it came to his, came to his experience with his teacher. Um not to go into that so you know it deep into detail but one thing i do remember what she said about him was that she felt that he just didn't like her now mind you he was in a second grade so imagine you know your your uh sons your second greatest teacher telling you what well, i just think that your son doesn't like me and so because he doesn't like me he just refused to listen right you know and so that was major but uh a pivotal moment in his second grade year was at the end of the school year, his teacher went on vacation for two weeks. And during that time on the vacation, he just was so excited about the substitute teacher. So shout out to substitutes if y'all out there, but she poured into him. She pulled out the positive things in him. She pointed out what he was doing well and he just enjoyed it. And the first day back, you know, on for the last week of school, my son broke down in the car and cried because he did not want to go there. And that tugged at me for the longest, right. you guys. And so that at that moment, I knew we had to make a change. We didn't know what it was going to be like. Right. But at that moment, I knew we can't keep doing this right. at all. Right. And then also, it was, it was a point at the beginning, kind of at the beginning of the year, within like the first 90 days of that particular year. Remember, we, uh, we had showed up to a uh, teacher field, conference field, or something of that nature. Trip. No, it wasn't you a field trip. Right? It wasn't a field trip. We, it was a, something they had at the, at the school, and we had to meet with the teachers. And so what I remember was we didn't know, but my ch- son's desk was against the wall, separate from all the rest of the kids. But they called it the and, island. And, and so, but there was no communication of that. We, we, we didn't know that our son had already been for like two weeks separated from the other kids with his desk against the wall. And I just thought that was odd. And that was just kind of the, the beginning of with those sets of teachers that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, I, I didn't really like that, right? If, if, if my son had to be separated, you know, why wasn't there any communication? Mm-hmm. And so it was a communication factor. It was some of the interactions he was having, you know, in the class, which was sometimes in my son, you know, openly admitting he has issues with sometimes focusing. Right. That's one of his things, challenges. He has issues with focusing. So, you know, just all those interactions, again, were so I think that's that that's part of really what led us to say, you know what, we need to make this move. The other reason on why we made this move as well is because the non-belief in the school system in general. Right. Right. And, and like what are the school system? What are they doing to really prepare our children? What are they preparing our children for? And, you know, being that we are full time entrepreneurs um, and we believe in entrepreneurship, um, there's nothing wrong with having a job. We worked all of our lives and we believe in that, you know, at, at, at all costs. But we knew that we were taking our family in a different direction. We were bold enough to say, you know what, we're not going to go this route. We're not going to force our kids to go to college if they don't want to, right? We're not going to force them to those to do those traditional things. And plus, and I think at the time as well, you know, we had had another school shooting, right? right. It was another school. I think that was Parkland that, right. that had, had had happened. Yeah, so it was so, getting close to the home, right? And know, so yeah. we're like, okay, we're full time entrepreneurs. You know, our daughter was like one at the time, 
and we were like, what are we doing, right? We can really make our own decisions and do exactly what we want to do as it relates without feeling judged. And we knew, you know, some of the judgment and things, people not understanding, we'll talk about that. But again, that was the other reason, the school system. What What, what is our school system really teaching our kids or getting them prepared for? And it's really to go into the workforce. Right. And so we know we wanted something more for our, we want to give our kids more options. I think that what it's really about, like giving right. them more options, showing them like we were running our business from home. Our son was watching us run a business from home. We know we wanted to travel, you know, a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. And we know that you, there, there's restrictions with having your kids in school. They can't miss certain amount of days. And, we, and again, I think I think we were just bold. You know, we were just bold enough to say, you know what? We're going to change the trajectory of the future of our kids because it's our responsibility. Correct. It's like it's not the Correct. schools. And I think a lot of parents feel compelled to just go with that norm and say, well, you know, they got to go to school. Why? Because I got to go to work. And so, no, we decided from the top because we bet on ourselves and became full-time entrepreneurs. And, you know, we wanted our kids to have options. And so that was that was really that what rounded it all up. And, of course, you know, to kind of speak about, you know, the, the, the judgment, right? And you can kind of, you know, you know uh, speak about that, like what we went through with the questions and why you guys doing oh this God. and socially this and that. It was <laughs> Listen, just crazy. So, y'all, and, you know, one thing about it, I can say you all – actually has have a heads up on us and advantage because everybody transitioned with you um during our process three years ago that transition was hard you know and the biggest i want to say probably one of the major factors in that was the judgment you know um we had a lot of people coming to us at different angles you know Oh my God, why are you pulling your son from school? How is he going to socialize? You know, even with him, he was getting it. So he's torn because, you know, as we were going into this process, he loved it. He loved the fact that he didn't have to get up at the wee hours of the morning anymore. He loved the fact that he can eat at home. He can wake up when he wanted to or a little later, but the judgment was big. I mean, you know, and and it, and it kind of got me, you know, I'm the type of person to be honest when somebody tells me I can't do something or it won't be successful or something of the nature. I, I'm like, that's not going to happen. I'm going right. to, you know, in a sense of proving, you know, trying to prove, right. you know, it wrong. But the judgment part was very, very hard. It, it had us questioning well, well, a for, lot. Well, 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 at the beginning, for me, it was, I knew that people just didn't understand. Right. So I didn't I didn't really take it personal because when you decide to do something outside the norm, that's going to come with it. Right. Like the fact that we decided to be full time entrepreneur, the fact that we didn't just, you know, I had a pretty good job at the time that I walked away from. So I understood that people just didn't understand because the majority of the people do what has been continuing to go on, you know, the, the, what has what has been happening. Right. So that, that's what it was for me. You know, people just didn't understand. And I understood that people didn't understand because people didn't understand some other decisions that we had made, right? right? And it wasn't from a judgmental standpoint, really necessarily. I think it was judgmental from a lack of, like, like there was like ignorance there. Right. Like just not knowing, just, just uncharted territory for people. And then obviously too, let's be honest, we're black, right? There's not a lot of black families in the in the inner city or across this country that decided to do some of the things that we've done so again it was just i think it was just uncharted territory and but i i I love the fact that we stood on what we believed and not and one thing i want to say like you know when it comes to the biggest thing was about the socialization so i just want to you know kind of you know share some light on that like you know at the time uh i was you know full-time therapist at the time and you all would not understand like i i kept a you know a big case load of clients that i saw and the majority of them were kids 
And all of the, the children, like the majority of the kids I was working with at the time were suffering from the lack of socialization in the school setting. Um, whether it would be they were being ostracized by their peers. Um, the stuff that their teachers were telling them was just beyond me. And it was struggling with dealing with that. Um, like some of my kids were eating in the office because they didn't even have anybody to eat with. And so, you know, so when we're in the midst of this and now from a professional standpoint, I'm dealing with these kids who are going through this on top of the young boys who were the same age as, as champ was, who were going through similar situations in other schools across the county, I'm like, you know, this is the best thing for us. Like we, if, if school is the only place where our son is going to socialize, then we have to reevaluate us as parents. Right. And so that was big for me. Like I'm, I'm seeing, yes, yes. People are saying that you got to go to school to socialize, but then on the other end of the spectrum, I have clients that are suffering, you know, every day children are mean these days. I don't know if y'all have picked up on that, right. but kids are not nice these days. Right, right. And, and if you think about it, again, I think that goes with the narrative. If you think school is the only place your kid is going to socialize, then our society, our government has doing a good job because what that's preparing you for is putting you and keeping a ceiling on top of your kids' heads mm -hmm. and they're going to just enter into the workforce. Well, what if your kids have a talent that's just outside of just going to somebody's job every day or, you know, they have some sort of extraordinary talent, but you just work about them socializing in school right that only turns into just really good workers right and employees and you may your kids may have a talent that can take them on beyond that but because right. we just put ourselves in this box right about again, being social i mean i mean that just kind of messes things up in, in my opinion so again you know us betting on ourselves is, is 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 huge and so but but let's be honest right let's just keep it real with the people Right, like let's really now. First talk of all, about they don't even socialize in schools. Right, you're right. They and get then, in trouble. They 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 barely get get bathroom breaks. Right, right. The girls can't go to the bathroom and check their makeup of themselves because the, the the mirrors are blocked out. Right. There's no. They get in trouble for even trying to socialize. Right. They get a short. It's a shorter lunch period. Right. That goes on. So what are they really doing? Right, right. And again, it's, from a systematic standpoint, it's just training them to, you know, go into the workforce. Right. But but now, now let's let's transition a little bit because when we made the decision, you can see when we were confident about our decision, we have some really strong reasons why we did it. And, you know, we were just all about it. But let's just keep it real. It was one of the most challenging transitions that we've ever had. You know, this was very difficult for us as parents. Mm -hmm. We did not really understand... And, and really, I, I don't know, we just, we, we, we were so excited, you know, and just about our decision. We didn't understand what that transition was going to look like. That was difficult for us as we had to adjust. It was hard for us to adjust. Why? Because I'm not a teacher. She's not a teacher. Definitely not a teacher. Right? Right? Like, I mean, we both are college educated. We got three degrees, you know, between all three of us, I mean, between the both of us. But we, we never stood in front of a class and had to teach in that capacity because we were part of that same system that everybody else. Send our kids away for eight hours, come back, send them away for eight hours every day. Like, we did the same thing. So when it came time for that transition, it was tough, right? That, that we thought the role was going to be a whole lot easier because we did Florida Virtual, and they mm -hmm. still have interaction with the teacher, but 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 we didn't we didn't understand like what our job was going to be. And that, remember, we were we were already running our business from home, right? And so before we had the time where he would go to school and we would be home and running our doing our business, but you know that that changed, right? And that so was that a huge that, no that was that, that was that, a huge shift. So 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 looking at our family dynamic, we got kids, right? We got 
two business owners, right? He has a full-time scheduled worker at school. Even though he had teacher interaction, we still had to be the ones who oversaw, make sure he was turning the work in on mm-hmm. time. Printing so we stuff thought, off, right. meeting with the teachers, right. checking, you know, trying to do trying to do a check and balance, right. but still didn't even understand right. the check and, and balance. And then I think one of the things we thought that he was going to be able to be more independent than he was. Right. Right? Like, we just thought it was going to be easy transaction. Hey, son, here's your assignments. Go do them. Come back with me when you're done. But no, that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Like, like literally the first six months, this is just full transparency. The first six months of us transitioning to homeschool, my son's grades dropped. Yep. Drastically. I mean, from A's and B's to C's and D's. Right. And so we had to take a look at us, right? We had to take a look at, okay. And then that was when we began to question, right? Like, did we do the right thing? Mm-hmm. Like, did we, did we do the right thing and, 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 and put him in this situation and like, man, it was just, it was just kind of crazy. So that, that right there was a transition for us. And so we know as parents, you know, right now you're being forced, you know, pretty much the rest of the country is forced to do homeschooling. And so we understand where you're coming from. We understand that there's frustrations. We understand that, man, like you decided to be a teacher, right? We're not teachers, but I think uh, it's, it's just something to think about. And we wanted to kind of just let you know, like we understand your pain, but yeah, that transition for those, you know, after the first year is when, okay, we kind of got a system in place and we kind of got right. a rhythm. Right. But it took a year. So it just took a whole year, year, you guys, like you know, a whole the, year. Yeah, for us to transition as, as parents. Right, right. And then, oh, and on top of that, like even with Champ, you know. Um, it was also hard for him as a child. It was definitely hard for he him He had a transition. A he had the transition. You know, he went from, you know, seeing, you know, kids every day to not seeing kids every day, you know, to he went from being in a classroom where he, well, even though he was getting in trouble for raising his hand or lack thereof, but he had that full, you know, access. But we had to, it took us a while to really see, you know, and I, I love, I absolutely love the Florida virtual platform. I love the teachers on there. You know, when I started to see like if he was having trouble and he could spend an hour with his teacher going through his stuff, that spoke volumes because he was not getting that in school and he just couldn't you know but he was still struggling you know so that kind of led us into saying okay what do we need to do to really really make this you know really a a smoother transition for him right you know so that required us okay let's start looking for activities or let's looking out into the community to figure out what do they have Mm -hmm. you know and so i decided like okay i'm gonna get online and i just started researching just homeschooling groups and i learned that they have co-ops and so what co-ops are is just different small little groups in different areas you know wherever you are with other parents who are homeschooling their kids they get together and they actually allow them to still be social they do like different classes like pe they had a reading club they teach arts and crafts so they do all these things and but it, it allows you to have be a support you know or within a support system it allowed him to meet other kids as well Right. You know, so then I'm like, okay, well, what about extracurricular activities? So lo and behold, I get an advertisement for judo. You know, we got him in judo. He was involved in judo twice a week. You know, then we got, you know, we was able to get heavily involved in the youth ministry at church because we had the time. Now, you know, before trying to run back and forth after school, that just wasn't working. Right. You know, so we, we had to get creative. And then we also linked in with the Boys and Girls Club. And I think that truly, you know, impacted. And that's also when he realized I got an upper hand in being in virtual school because he would go to the Boys and Girls Club and all of the kids would be talking about their experience in class and they're tired and they're hungry or whatever. And he's coming from home. 
You know, so that's when he really started to embrace it, right. and we was really able to yeah. really show him that. And then and, and family days. And right, and and then we and we uh, us as well. You know, we had to get more organized, just as parents, mm-hmm. from our parenting, what we paid attention to. How we ran our business because again, it wasn't a situation where you could just send your kid off for the next three hours and you think you're gonna come back with all their work done every single day. And so we had to communicate more. We had to get more organized, you know. And we, oh, and remember at the time too, you know, I stopped doing therapy full time. I wasn't right. going in the office anymore. You right. know, I had to make that decision of you know, I can't I, ha- I can't be in two places at the same right, time. Right. And he needed somebody that could right. be, you know, especially while like while you're doing whatever, we can have somebody to run and keep right. him involved, y'all. So Right. And it was yeah. and, 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 and the experience honestly, and, and I'm sure you parents are going through this now, it really makes you look at, okay, what kind of like what am I really doing with my kids? Like like what kind of what, what am I exposing them to? Uh, am I taking personal time for them? Because again, when you work all day or some parents work all night. Your kid, it's just a routine. Kids go to school all day. They come home, do homework, watch a little TV, have little activities, go to bed, do the same thing every day. But this now, and I'm sure you're going through it now, is forces you to think about, okay, what kind of quality time am I really spending with my kids? And am mm-hmm. I having different types of conversations with my kids about life, about maybe their interests? Because now they're at home with you, right? So right. Again, I know that's an adjustment for everybody out there. So it forced us to evaluate our stuff. Right. It forced us to evaluate, okay, family time. Because again, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, like we're all, we're all about working and grinding sometimes. And so sometimes I have to pull her away. Sometimes she got to pull me away. We got to look, we got to focus on the kids. And so even though it was convenient, you can still be in the same house with your family, your spouse, your kids and not pay attention. Right. Like there's times where my son, I know my son told me, well, dad, you know, let's spend some time, let's kick it, let's do some things. And we're so used to what we're normally doing that we were missing time. Mm-hmm. Some, some time to really spend with him and get specific with him rather than just saying, hey, go outside and play. Here's your tablet. You know, that that was something that was big. Another thing that, 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 that was a positive though, right, is that, you know, we let, allow him to focus, right, on also getting exercises going outside. Mm-hmm. I think one thing during this time, you know, you know, we spend a lot of time in the house as people in general, but going outside, exercise and getting some sun, we made sure we incorporated that rather than just have him sit in front of the TV, sit in front of the, you know, because it, now when you homeschool, you don't go to school eight hours a day. And also homeschool made you see that, why these kids got to go to school for eight hours a day anyway? Listen, because right? right. because guess what? On the Florida virtual platform, he, he needs his core classes. They fill up their days with all these extracurricular or, or, or uh, the the extra like, classes, like the electives, yeah, you know, whatever. But he he does language arts, math, science, social studies, and he right now he has guitar and coding. Right. But he still gets all of that done right. in a short period of time. So right. what that means is now we have more time. So like we would we would take off on Fridays and make that a full family. We got dressed get out we do whatever right you know and just find those things but like yeah. he gets to like and also too and this is one thing i did share with some parents who uh you know were trying to transition i told them i don't know where you all are but if you have like you know locally in your state if you have a state platform to use versus this e-learning it allows them to be more flexible you know um he doesn't have to sit in front of the computer for all these hours a day on this Zoom all the time. He doesn't have to do that because Florida Flex is not like that. He's a homeschooler. He taps in when he so chooses. 
you know, so that allowed us to really be able to kind of incorporate. Like we were doing cooking, mm-hmm. remember cooking on mm-hmm. Fridays too to teach him how to cook certain mm-hmm. things, you know. So it just, you know, it allowed us right. to just really do so much more. And, and, and again, we hear a lot of complaints with parents in school, and there's bad influences at school, and bad this at school, and school is this, that, and third. Well, now you're home with your kids. Right, like, like now you're the influencer. Now your kids around you a whole lot more. So the question is, and this is a challenge, right? Is to okay. So what are you gonna do now? Right. Like, like what kind of influence are you going to be on your kid? And I'm telling you, this is scary thought because what that really makes you do is think about your stuff, mm-hmm. what you're not good at. Like, what do I need to get better at? Like, cause it's weird. Like, I know where people are transitioning, but I, I promise you, it was it was weird for a, for a little bit. Just being you know all the time which you know we love i love my kids i love my family you know again we made this decision intentionally but for, for those of you who you know you didn't make this decision intentionally hopefully you're growing you're going to grow to love it because now you spend more time with your kids right you get to protect your kids and i'm, I'm a father i'm a parent i mean that's all i want to do is protect my kids right i know i know eventually he, my children will have to go out into the world and be adults and make decisions but again i think these these ages you know being six seven and eight that's still an impressionable time uh but it doesn't mean that um he won't or my son or my daughter still won't be self-sufficient still won't right. be confident again don't let that school system and the way things have been like make you think that without that like your kids still won't be strong intelligent you know you know forward thinking free thinkers because that's what we are about we want our kids and to I be can, free thinkers and i can we can attest to that with jordan you know, Jordan is now four, but, uh, you know, she's gone through this whole homeschooling process with Champ. And if you notice, like, and I know, I don't know if she said this to you before, but Jordan has said, mommy, I want to do school, you know, on a computer like James, you know, so this is what she knows, you know, though we have her like before COVID, we had her going to a couple of uh, classes to learn some things, but Jordan is not going to go into the school set. No, most likely not. She's going to be in for the virtual, right, right, you right. know, and so, but she's already asking about how does she do, you right. know, school on a computer like James. Right. And she was kind of, she knows. and she was born into it. She really doesn't know. Her. She doesn't know I mean, anything different. It'll probably be hard for her to go spend all day with anybody at this point because she's done this literally since she's never been a day care right she's never she's never done anything she's always been with us and so you know so again you know it's it's the, the reason we did this right i kind of want to just kind of round it up and, and kind of you know uh, close it out is the reason we did this is because we understand that so many people are going through this by force mm-hmm. you know we had the decision and made the decision with an open mind free thinkers to do it still had challenges and we just wanted to kind of you know just just empathize with you and just kind of give you some tips things that you can do to to make it a great experience i know it's an adjustment um i know having to work and be home with your kid i know it's challenging but i'm telling you you know long term you know that's what you want to do right you want to have the influence on your kids and so we just want to want to leave you you know with, with that like you know things that you can do right to enhance this experience is, is communicate you know, talk to your village, find your village. Again, this is another th- reason, another way it may be time for you to find your village, find your support system, mm-hmm. right? And if you don't quite have a support system like what you think, right? I mean, that's what a co-op's looking at, yeah, you know, different resources right, right, out there. Right. You know, get in with some other parents. You know, I, I've, I've talked to a couple of other ladies um, who, you know, are like, hey, I want to get together and form our own co-op. Right. You know, we can do certain things. So right. your support system doesn't have to be traditional, right. which you think it is. It can be people outside. And then also, just allow this experience to make you think differently right now we were forced in this to this change right but are you going to wait and not do anything different and wait for another something else to force you to change 
or are you going to say right now I'm going to be I'm going to begin to look at the the dynamics of my family, how we operate, how we function, and just talk about what do you really want? Because now the ball is 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 as really always been in your court, mm-hmm. right? But now it's just time to think about like what can I do different? Now we spend a lot of time talking about the future with our son and and, and, and it's not just a traditional conversation. It's not about what college you're going to go to. Right? He knows right now if he doesn't want to go to college, he doesn't have to. Right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're showing him other things that, that he can do. So definitely allow this to, to be to get closer to your family. I think that's the number one thing. Get closer to your family. Get closer with your, your children, especially. Have more conversations with them because, again, they're home with you. And so th- those are the things I think that are just as super important that, you know, that it'll be good for you to do because that just that that just helps you enhance your family, right? Correct. And that's what this is all about, you know. Talking about our experiences and maybe other perspectives that will add value, you know. To maybe you don't connect with everything we said, but I'm sure there's just maybe one or two things because I know you're going through this, mm-hmm. right? That's a fact, right? But it's again, it's, it's mindset, it's, it's it's attitude, your outlook on it, and again, I dare you to go against the grain and make some of those non-traditional decisions for you and your family. This is the time for that, right? Don't, don't get caught up in all the distractions, uh, with, and I'm not going to name any of them, right? We know there's plenty of distractions out there. Don't get distracted. Don't get caught up with that. This is time for you to come with your family, come with your kids and begin to have a different type of, a different type of conversation. It's just, it's just, it's just time for it. Absolutely. Right. I agree. I agree. So listen, yeah, I'm trying to think if we missed any, any other tips. No, I think, um, I think oh, well, it. what I wanted to share, like, you know, if, if, if this is like, you know, the e-learning platform, you're on here, you know, you, you know, like I want to keep my child on in, in the e-learning platform, research other curriculum, you know, understand that your child does not have to be linked directly to that platform right. to get their education. You know, right. realize that there are free platforms out there. Right. There are some that might cost maybe like one fee for the whole year, but there's other things out there, you know, because I know right now I have heard horror stories from everybody about what's going on in the e-learning platform. And so that's why I just encourage some people here in in Florida to look into the Florida virtual school and they have, and I've been getting a lot of great feedback. So research that, you know, also looking at other activities that your children can get involved in things you can do together. Don't forget about that. And just at the end of the day, you know, just keeping communication. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then you know exploring the other interests that your kids may have. Yeah, that could because again we're living in a time where a lot of um, millennials are doing non-traditional things. A lot of entrepreneurs popping up, money, little kids. Yeah. So and you're and I know just like most kids, your kid has a cell phone, has a tablet, and they're seeing this. So your kids' interests are not like your interests. Your kids are not just going to be interested in necessarily getting a job, especially if this is the new norm for real. That's going to change. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're not going to necessarily want They're going to want to work from home like mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Right? They're going to want to run their business from home like mom and dad. So this is a time. What do, what are your kids interested in? And how can we monetize that? I right. mean, let's just let's just talk about it. What are what other interests does your kids have? Your kids interested in science. Right? Let's 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 now we have the time now. Right? We do have the time to get them interested in science. Right? Whatever it is, whether it be a sport, whether it be, you know, one thing that we're one thing our, our son has to do is is begin coding. My son has to code because that is going that's part of the future. Whether he wants to code or not, that's the new trade, right? Back in the day, a trade was carpentry, and, and, and it's, it's still a trade, right? Plumbing, things like that. But going towards the future, 
my son's gonna learn is gonna know how to code. So now we're spending that extra time putting him in different activities and also paying attention to his interests, what he may like. And we're living in a day and time where those things can be changed, turned into a business, turned into ownership, and we can monetize that stuff. Right. Right. And so that's what we're all about. So look, we're not gonna, you know, I think we've been here long enough. Hopefully you found some value in this. Again, this is memorable moments with Keita and Stu. Uh, again, our purpose is to share our thoughts, our personal experiences, and then also experiences and thought processes of others to hope, hopefully you can have an enhanced and a successful life, right? This will not be the last that you see of us. We got tons, tons of things that we want to share and talk about. And so thank you for your time from our podcast uh, audience, for our Facebook audience, for all the platforms that we share this information on. We thank you for that. But look, stay tuned, right, for the next memorable moments with Keita and Stu. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Bro, get your ass out of here. Wait, wait, wait. I Oh, it is on the uh, pack.